the USFL gambling podcast schedule release reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four fifty dollars basketball bets, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get a fifty dollars free bet. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-I-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as fifteen grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive it did. SFL gambling podcast schedule release episode. I mean, this is the one we we've been waiting for as April 16th inches closer and closer and closer. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Oh yes! I, I'm still uh, like I can't wait for the United States Football League. We are right around the corner, and I had to bring in this guy. He's rocking a USFL hat. You gotta love that. Give it up for the DFS God himself. Get ready, folks, because you're gonna be playing USFL fantasy football with us. You're gonna be p- playing USFL DFS with us. It's all coming. All right, give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Get over NC Nick in the place to be. What's going on, man? You know, when we get video, people, our audience will be able to see this sweet USFL hat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'll even give you, here we go. The the, the fans have demanded this. Sorry, it's not your song. Can we find this 
band? Are they alive? <laughs> are, are they are they still together? <laughs> Don't find them. They might they might uh, hit me with the uh, the what's it the cease and desist or whatever or whatever the fuck that thing's called. Are they in like construction? <laughs> Do they like give up on yeah. their dreams like thirty they're, years ago? They're like the manager in uh in Major League. That's like it's like, hey, you know the USFL is coming back. Would you like to, to license your song? He's like, I don't know. I got some drywall to put up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here we are, though, man. And the season is right around the corner. We got the supplemental draft happening uh, tomorrow. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be today. Um, and we got the playoff schedule out, which I'm looking forward to in Canton, Ohio on Saturday, June 25th. Um, and obviously the schedule, the schedule news. So we're going to get all the rosters kind of figured out and, you know, very shortly, even by the, perhaps by the time you're listening to this and, uh, we got football happening, buddy. And, and baseball, I mean, I, I read today there, another week is canceled into the season, which would put their start date right on the cusp of uh, the USFL season. So, and I'm still hearing they're, they're not close. Yeah. We want that pushback back further. Yeah. We don't want them starting up the same weekend yeah. as USFL. At least, at least another week or two. Maybe um, they're threatened. They're, they're threatened by spring football and they're like, you know what? We, we need to overshadow their start somehow. Maybe we can get, you know, an agreement in place by then. That's what they're trying to do. Well, they should feel threatened because yeah. the XFL numbers <laughs> were better than the major league baseball regular season numbers by far, I think. Um, so uh, with another, with another spring football, football is going to win. That's just the, that's just the reality of it. So here we are, the TV schedule released too, which uh, obviously the schedule came and the TV schedule week one. We know the general stallions. We've known this one are playing on a, uh, on what Saturday, April 16th. And that is a, uh, that is a game that's, that's going to be broadcast on Fox, NBC and Peacock. Now Fox and NBC. I mean, this is the first time since super bowl one that you're going to have uh, you know, two major networks airing the same game, the simulcast. Yeah. Whatever that that's the word I'm looking for. All right. Uh, and, and so general stallions, we knew, um, I, I actually think the generals are, are what I think that that could potentially, could that be a blowout? <laughs> uh, you know, possibly, you know, the first game we might see kind of a slow start, you know, the, the football might not be that, that sharp, that crisp. So, you know, maybe it's a defensive struggle. Who knows what to expect right now? When we did the podcast last week, we were looking at, you know, kind of going over the draft and, and, you know, we kind of did like a, a quick power rankings, you know, and I definitely thought the generals was on the top half of the North division. And I also thought Birmingham was on the bottom half of the South division. So, you know, I do you know like the generals here with five weeks out, but uh, I think it's great. It's Saturday night. It's by itself. It's going to be a showcase. There's going to be not really anything else on to watch, you know, for sports fans, unless, you know, they watch NBA or NHL or something, but I think it's great. There's one game Saturday night. So everybody can focus on that regardless of which channel they're going to watch it on. But I think it's a great way to start the season, man. Hell yeah! Yeah, and then on Easter Sunday we have a triple header. Um, so on the on the uh, on the west at nine a.m. we have the Gamblers uh, and the Panthers, the Michigan Panthers. Um, that should be an interesting game. Um, then we have 
and that's on NBC and Peacock. And that's big because then you get to see probably if he wins a starting job, the first overall pick, Shea Patterson. Yeah, yeah, taking on Clayton Thorson. You know, uh, assuming he wins the job too, then we see the Philadelphia Stars and the Breakers on USA at uh, at one p.m. on the West, four p.m. on the East, um, and then at night we get uh, so five o'clock on the West, eight o'clock on the East. The Tampa Bay Bandits and the Pittsburgh Maulers. You know. I, I got to admit that I think there's judging by the rosters. Like I, I think there's potential that there's three of the four games might not be that close, right? The one that I circle and I'm curious, I want to know what game do you think is the best game? Yeah. Because I, I think we, it, we're probably, we probably are on the same page here. Well, first off, if you have kids like me, make sure you get all those Easter egg hunts out of the way early, you know, so you can, you can sit in front of the TV and watch tri- you know, three games back to back to back. Uh, you know, once again, if I'm looking at my power rankings, they were something like in the North. I thought the stars and generals had the best draft followed by the Panthers and Maulers in the South. I thought it was the bandits and breakers having the best draft, the stallions and gamblers pulling up the rear. So just based off of that, I'm looking at Sunday, four o'clock Eastern time stars breakers as a very nice matchup and maybe the most competitive. Yeah, that's the one that I have circled. When I saw that one, I said, "Okay, that's that's the one that I think is probably going to be the best game." Now, could I be wrong? Maybe the Gamblers, you know, with some of that speed they got, Gamblers Panthers. If you had to rank the first four games, I think one to me would be Stars Breakers. Two would be Gamblers Panthers. Three Bandits Maulers. Four General Stallions, perhaps. I would go stars breakers first and then general stallions, uh, especially being the, just the first game overall. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, that's going to be the most, one of the most exciting ones because it's the first since 1983 or whatever year they stopped 86, 86, 86. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They started in, in 83, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then bandits ballers. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay guy that bandit ball. So I'll, I'll definitely be watching that. And then I, I think from down and Gator there country, we, go. we are the proud of Tampa Bay. Um, last but not least, Gamblers Panthers. I'd say. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, let's. I mean, look, the TV schedules I think are only out for the first two weeks. Correct. Uh, the schedules are all out. I don't know that the the, the, the all the TV schedules are out yet. I got to pull that up. But yeah, I haven't looked at that. I mean, I but I do think every game's going to be aired in somewhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I believe so, you're right. Yeah. 40. So for me, that wasn't a big deal. I mean, I'll find it. I'll watch it. You yeah. know. Uh, but moving along to week two, you know what I like about week two. We get a Friday prime time game. Genius. That's what I wanted to see. Hell yeah. I wanted to see USFL take advantage of some weekday prime time games. That's what they did here. Friday night, Panthers gen- generals, eight o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. Jeff Fisher, Mike Riley signed me up on USA. I, that one, uh, obviously I thought uh, when we did this long ago, before we even knew, I said, I hope we, I think you said this first, but that we all backed you saying, man, I hope they play into Thursday, Friday, Monday. They don't need to, to just jam, jam all of them in one day. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, I, that, so week two, you have a Friday night game and then they have two Saturday games, Pittsburgh Maulers against the Philadelphia stars, a little battle of Pennsylvania, even though it's in Alabama <laughs> and then the Birmingham <laughs> stallions and the, and the Houston gamblers. And those are on Saturday. On Sunday, you get the New Orleans Breakers, Tampa Bay Bandits, which I think is That's the best big. game. I think it's the best game of the week. 
Yeah, as far as competitive wise, I mean, you know, we're all kind of having fun with this. Honestly, we don't know who, who the best team is going to be. We can only take an educated guess with the rosters we know so far. That might change once we have the supplementary draft in the books and we see, you know, the additions to each team. But uh, right now, Baker's Bandits Bandits sounds like uh, a, a huge game in the South in, in week two already. So, uh, yeah, that's my favorite game as far as you know, team wise, uh, and it's also Sunday by itself. But I'm definitely looking forward to the uh, Friday night matchup. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and we'll see if they play into this more as you know the as the because uh, I'm, I'm I'm loading up. I don't see the TV things, but. So that, that, so essentially like what I mean is like week three, we don't know exactly the days yet. Right? Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, week three, we have stallions, breakers, general stars, maulers, Panthers. Uh, so, so stallions against the breakers, South division, general stars. I think that's the one you got to circle. That's, that's, that's the one I think we think they're two of the best teams. And we think just due to their proximity, that's going to be a rivalry. Yeah. You got Jersey, Philly. I mean, come on. It, it makes total sense for that Northeast, you know, 95 quarter to be a big rivalry. So that's a big game. The only thing that's kind of like maybe tipping their hand as to when the games will be is that they have dates. So like week three, it's April 30th to May 1st. So I'm assuming Saturday, no, Sunday, no Friday night game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's my best guess. You know, once again, like week six is May twenty first, twenty second. So once again, that sounds like just Saturday, Sunday. But week four and five, there's a three game stretch. So I'm, I take it that means there's a Friday night game. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm looking at week three, and and even Mulder's Panthers is great to me. Kirby Wilson against Jeff Fisher, two run heavy teams. I would imagine. I mean, unless Fisher's, you know, gonna really open it up like he said. Bandits, Gamblers. Um, What's the one on week three? Obviously, General Stars, right? That's the one we want to yeah. see, right? Okay, Definitely, so let's sure. move along to week four. Generals, Maulers, Gamblers, Breakers, Stars, Panthers, Bandits, Stallions. So the Generals at the, or, you know, technically at the Maulers, whatever you want to say. Uh, gamblers, Breakers, Uniform. That's a beautiful uniform mashup there. Stars, <laughs> Panthers, Bandit Stallions. This one, which one catches your eye the most? I, maybe it's just because I have the I have a brand new New Orleans Breakers T-shirt that arrived. Oh, do you? I do, and I have a, I actually ordered a, a a retro of the Washington Federals as well, nice. hoping that they come back. It, is is the shirt just like uh, thirty years old, or is it a new shirt? <laughs> uh, no, but it's it's a new shirt, but it's like the old school logo with the helmet with the two bar face mask. I love it. I uh, love it. I'll send you a photo. But, so week uh, four is the first week where you know my top four teams in my power rankings aren't. There's no uh, matchups between the those four. So it's always it's the top four versus the bottom four. Uh, but as far as the one standing out, well then I'm just going to be a homer and say Tampa Bay at the Stallions. I'm very curious as to what Skip Poltz is going to do with the Birmingham Stallions. And by week four, we should start having you know an idea of the top teams and maybe the bottom teams. So I, I think, you know, the first two weeks, three weeks, we're learning players. We're, tr- we're figuring out, you know, who has the best offenses, who has the best defenses, who has the best line play, et cetera, et cetera. So I think by week four, we might have an idea of, you know, the contenders and maybe the pretenders. Yeah. Yeah. And week four, like, yeah, those, those, I think gamblers breakers would be the one to me, but, but it might be stars, Panthers, 
I don't know. You can make a case for with only eight teams. We, we are going to have a lot of turnover before we get to the next uh, or the remaining weeks. Um, I want to tell you that uh, the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four fifty dollars basketball bets, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get a fifty dollars free bet. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts, and you better believe we're going. We will be picking every single USFL game there against the spread uh, for free. We've been uh, look. We have picked every single college basketball and college football. We pick every game at the Sports Gambling Podcast. All right, doesn't matter the sport. Um, and we've we've me Nick Patty C your your USFL gambling podcast host have never had a losing season on picks and. I got to tout that when we had the AAF and uh, XFL, your boy was on fire over here, picked on D. So excited to uh, to call these games and handicap these games for you. And like I said, we don't charge, um, but our 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 track record speaks for itself. All right, um, here we are back talking USFL, and we have the next week on the slate here, and that is week five stallions stars Panthers at the bandits breakers, generals, maulers, gamblers. I think it's Panthers or bandits or breakers generals. Do I say the well, breakers the for everyone? <laughs> You're a true fan. You're a diehard. Uh, the, the interesting thing about week five and week six, there's no in division games. It's all the North play in the South in both weeks. So uh, there won't be any familiarity, you know, not like there will be in any of the other weeks either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm with you breakers generals. It sounds like an interesting game. They're two of the teams I thought, you know, could be real contenders here. So if I'm going to pick one week five, uh, that one makes a lot of sense. Sure. Yeah. And, and by the way, shout out, shout out to uh Shout out to I saw this. Two adults and six kids can attend a USFL game and sit in great seats for a total of twenty bucks. How fantastic is that? That's what I'm talking about. I, I don't have kids, Nick, but you do. And yeah. if, if I know that that I don't know the age if they're ready for a football game, but I'm saying in general, <laughs> in general, um it that's part of the battle. Is like to me, I, and I talk about it with with here in the studio. When I see them protect, you know, take it down to uh, to Aaron Rodgers or whatever. I don't like the players being that valuable because to me it hurts the product. Like to me, some of those where they they barely touch Aaron Rodgers, and you're sitting there like, come on. Well, the same I can say about buying tickets. You know, going to certain games and getting a sh- you know a, 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 a you go to a game here at the the Ram Stadium. It's like two hundred dollars a ticket. I feel like yeah. The- the NFL has really, you know, priced out the middle class almost. Uh, you know, if, if you're talking about, you know, tickets, they talk about parking, uh, and then you know, concessions and everything. If you have a family of four going to an NFL game, I mean, you're going to drop 
at least $300. I mean, that might be on the cheap side. You know, if you can find tickets for like 50 bucks each, that's probably at like Jacksonville or something. Yeah. If you want to go to a good game with a good team, you're looking over $500 and you know, not a whole lot of families can afford that, you know? So no, I mean, this is almost like uh minor league baseball, very affordable, family friendly. And uh, yeah, that's great, man. It, it, it just, to, you know, allows more people to go. It's less corporate, you know? So I love the, I love the fact, you know, I saw that there and I, I'm just hoping that next year games are other than in Birmingham, you know, so maybe I can attend one or something. Yeah. Uh, but we're still trying to go to Birmingham and maybe even Canton. That's right. But not with, not with the family. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But look, $10 tickets for uh, adult general admission, to, uh, you know, that's pretty awesome for, and those are $10 for all regular season games. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I mean, you can do, there's a, you should check out the uh, at USFL on Twitter. Cause you'll, you'll see uh, a bunch of stuff that they're doing. Um, with, with regard to tickets, but a lot of great deals week six gamblers against the generals Panthers against the stallions, Maulers against the breakers bandits and stars, Bart Andrus, Todd Haley. That's the one. I think you're right. Uh, I wonder if the rate like, cause uh, what eight weeks uh, in the season or no, is it 10 weeks, 10 weeks, I believe 10 weeks, yeah. 10 weeks. So I wonder if this starts to see a little bit of separation as far as uh, you know, the, uh, the playoff race. Well, and also I mentioned that um, Philly with, with Bart Andrus, you know, he, he drafted uh, a quarterback, a running back and a receiver, at least three players that he coached and they all played together with in the spring football league. That's going to be, you know, I think it's, I think it's a huge event for them for at least the first three or four weeks. Uh, but you know, now moving into week six or so, then, you know, some of those teams have some time to, to catch up, you know, so maybe that advantage is gone by now. And maybe a uh, Tampa Bay, you know, surprises the stars. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, then we got, uh, what is it? Uh, so that was, w- so now we have week seven. I'm a little, little disappointed in week seven stallions, so- maulers. Generals mm-hmm. bandits. What do you mean? Generals bandits could be a good one. Little Todd Haley, uh, Mike Riley, Breakers, Panthers. Sign me up for this one. Stars, Gamblers. What are you talking about? The only one that's not an, like super intriguing is Stallions, Maulers. Well, but watch them be the al- best two teams in the league. Allow me to explain. This is Memorial Day weekend, and I would have liked a Monday night game here. They I are think dropping the ball there. Prime time Monday night Memorial Day. That makes a lot of sense to me. Why not have a little Monday night football? I mean, that's, that's it's got the cachet right there, you know. Yeah, and your United States Football League. Uh, look, they should they should make. There's still time. They can make adjustments. All right, let's get it going. If you're listening, USFL, move that thing to Monday. One of the give us that Stars Gamblers game on Monday. Boom. All right. Um, week eight. We have gamblers, bandits, Panthers, stars, breakers, stallions, maulers, generals. I think, I think I go Panther stars there. I think you got yeah. Jeff Fisher, Bart Andrus. Yeah. So this is again, like uh, that other week where my top half uh, of my power rankings plays the bottom half. So right, you know, at the surface right now on, you know, March the ninth, uh, none of the, the games seem that great, I suppose, but uh, have a little breaker stallions, man. Little battle in the South. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, week nine, we have the gamblers at the stallions 
Generals at the Panthers, Stars at the Maulers, Bandits at the Breakers. You know the Bandits Breakers. I that's, feel like that's that, round two. That's yeah. a revenge game. Yeah, and, and Generals, Panthers, intriguing. Well, um, you know, in in general, I thought the North had a little bit better of a draft than the South. So I think uh, even though I had the Panthers and Maulers third and four. I don't think that the uh, you know it was they were closer to the stars and generals than maybe perhaps the stallions and gamblers were to the bandits and breakers. So sure, that could be a good game. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, so to me, yeah, I'm gonna go bandits breakers as the number one, generals panthers as the, as the number two. There, week ten, the final week of the regular season, um, stallions at the bandits, panthers at the maulers, breakers at the gamblers, stars at the generals, stars generals. What if that's what if that's to get in? The playoffs, stars, generals, that, winner gets that is, in. I mean, that is a great game, I think. And I think once again, I think that's going to be the biggest rivalry in the league, and that's going to be the last game of the regular season. Assuming you know these four games listed are kind of are going to be chron- uh, chronologically done, so that'll probably be maybe Sunday by itself or something. That's huge. But you know what? This is my birthday weekend, and I would like nothing more. Then the bandits to clinch a playoff berth with a victory over the Birmingham stallions that week. There you go. We come from down in Gator country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. I'm going to let it breathe. I'm going to let it breathe. We play football and we're called the bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. Bandit ball. Bandit ball. Yes. You got to love that. They are here to stay. Their brand of football is here to stay. Yes. So that is the 10 week schedule. Look, I mean, before we get out of here, Nick, is there a couple, like what are the teams? Let's just say in your perfect world, I heard Moose Johnson talk about this, that they would like to expand, you know, they own the rights on, I think all the USFL teams. Um, and you know, I know they have this court date pending, but I think they will be fine there. But uh, you know, in a perfect world, in Nick's perfect world, you know, there's teams out there. Okay, so some of the old teams were Orlando Renegade, Jacksonville Bulls, um, Washington Federals, Chicago Blitz, Baltimore had the Stars in the Philadelphia Stars spent a year in Baltimore as well, uh, just like the New Orleans Breakers were in were in Portland and Boston as well. But um, so those cities had them. You also had the Arizona outlaws. Um, well, you had the Arizona Wranglers and the Arizona outlaws. Cause the outlaws came from Oklahoma city. You had the, De- you had the Denver gold. You had the Oakland invaders, the Los Angeles express, the San Antonio gunslingers, the Memphis showboats. And I think that might be all of them that I'm covering there. You know they own all of them. Maybe if you had eight more teams to add into this, would you want expansion? Would you want them to just go totally out of the blue to a city like you know? Obviously, the Breakers wouldn't be able to go to Portland. Would you? Would yeah. you? Would you like to see? You know, is there a certain city? What about Raleigh? I know you're in you're in the RDU area. Would you? Would you? In your world, perfect world, would you add in <laughs> a? Uh, so. I guess it's the question is what's best for the league or what's best for, for me. I mean, I would love a team here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I mean, we are, you know, people might be listening to this across the country. They might not know where Raleigh is on a map, but Raleigh is growing leaps and bounds. It's not quite as big as Charlotte, but we're close. It's the second, second biggest city 
in North Carolina, and it's a perfect spot for a team. I totally agree. I mean, right now Raleigh is a, is a college sports town with Duke, UNC, and NC State all within 15 miles of each other. It is a big sports town, but it's a big college town. I think uh, professional football spring league could do very well in Raleigh. But in general, as far as you know, what's better for for the league, I think they do have to expand their footprint. Right now, it's basically southeast to Houston and northeast to Michigan. You know, so we need uh, St. Louis. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a great city. Denver, Seattle. Um, Seattle you know, it, or Portland or, 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 and I think San Diego might make sense or, or Oakland, Oakland. I know Raider fans feel some of them are on the fence that they don't even root for him in Vegas anymore. Right. Yeah. No, I th- in California, you have to have, you know, a team in California too, obviously. So I don't know if this is going to be after one year or, you know, I don't know if they're going to look to expand that quickly. Uh, it'd be nice, you know, or maybe, maybe they wouldn't add eight teams next year, but maybe they'll add two or maybe they'll add four or something. A West but, coast uh, division with the San Antonio gunslingers, the Arizona outlaws, the Oakland invaders and the Den- Arizona and the Denver gold. Arizona. I mean, do they even care about the Cardinals? All right. Well, look, they, okay. Well, look, the, the car, my point is they were the outlaws before. So they were in Oklahoma. How about the Oklahoma city outlaws, the San Antonio gunslingers, the Denver gold and the Oakland invaders Four brand new West coast teams. I like that. Uh, I, I think Seattle can be a, a success. Uh, and you, you said San Diego. I like that too. What about Salt wanted, Lake city? They, they always support yeah. their teams so well, whether it's the Utah jazz, or the, uh, the you know BYU or Utah Utes or Utah State. I just feel like they always have good fans there. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, actually, I think I would like Salt Lake maybe more than Denver. Um, but Denver's so, yeah, got the history. Denver, the Den- Denver was a part of the USFL prior, so maybe they would just go there. I don't think you're beholden to history here. You know, I think you have to do what's best for the USFL in 2022 and and, and forward, not what was happening. You know, 40 years ago. Um, but it's very interesting because there's yeah there's lots of cities out there man and I think they definitely need to expand west Washington Federals uh, y- y- this is the l- I, I want to make the case for this yeah the Redskins are gone that yeah. is a football crazed area they yeah. don't have college football because Maryland is terrible George Mason needs to start their football program they haven't so you have an area that just loves football we saw it with the XFL team in DC did, they, they did great didn't they have the the longest beer snake. Yeah, longest beer yeah. snake, and the fans were great there. And uh, I, I thought, you know, to me, Washington Federals would be one. I know that. Yeah, would you want to add it? You would probably want to expand west, but I still think you're missing out. You're missing out an opportunity for you to really grow a fan base. They don't like Dan Snyder, right? And the the, the time to strike would be now. You know, because if, if if by some strange chance the the Commanders actually have a good season. Uh, you know, led by Carson Wentz. <laughs> Not, I don't think that's going to be able to happen. But I, I agree. But if, if if you know crazier things have happened, I suppose, yeah, then they they might start to to get some of those fans back. Uh, so I, I think you probably want to do that sooner rather than later. But the nation's capital definitely makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah, I even think maybe even Chicago too. But uh, any of those, any of those, uh, Patty C was saying Louisville, Kentucky. It's too big of a city. They never have. They never have a, a, a sports team. He was like, Louisville's very comparable to Raleigh. Uh, you know, it's, it's college town. And uh, I, I agree. I think it could do there. I, I, it, you know, Louisville wouldn't be 
first on my list. It would be like a, a, a second tier. I think some of those, those other cities are probably better spots, but uh, I think he's right. I think that could work there. Canton. I mean, look, maybe uh, Canton, Ohio, Cleveland, something like that. That'd be cool. Even Milwaukee or something. I don't know. There's a bunch of cities out there, but uh, Washington Federals and Memphis Showboats are two that I just think in San Antonio Gunslingers. Those three, actually, I'll add an Oakland Invaders. Those four got to get back in the mix. They got to get back in the mix. They're too good at names. They're too. They're, their uniforms are all great. So they got to do that. All right, folks. Well, look, we'll have more things covered for you when the uh, supplemental draft will, will break down those rosters and those draft picks uh, soon. So stay tuned, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. And remember we will have fantasy football and DFS coming. Uh, me and see Nick Patty seek play DraftKings every single day. Subscribe to us. Um, we, we have the college football experience podcast, which we host. We talk college football year round. We have the college basketball experience podcast, which we host. We talk college basketball year round and you better believe it's amazing right now with March madness, subscribe, tell a friend and uh, check out the sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. We're on that all the time. The fantasy football podcast on the sports gambling podcast network already dropped a USFL episode. Go check that out with Rod via Gomez. And uh, yeah, looking forward to bringing you all this stuff. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. If you get the, uh, the USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter at USFL gambling and also get the SGPN app. Cause you'll have access to all of our picks, podcast articles. We have tons of USFL articles up. Uh, so go check that out. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. We have a USFL channel. We're talking USFL all the time there. So grab all those things. And uh, yeah, uh, this is, this is this. I, I can't wait. All right. Bandit ball. There we go. I'm Bandit going <laughs> to end it on that. How about that? Hit me right. with it. This is the USFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. We come from down in Gator country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay.